and welcome to the Infinite Escape Room, the puzzling podcast where a bunch of geographically diverse chums come together, have a drink, and work together to solve a homemade escape room. I'm Ben Levy-Griffiths, and this week I am drinking a McEwen's Headspace, a delicious Scotch whiskey beer. And joining me this week, we have... Hi, I'm Chris, and today I'm drinking a cup of tea. Ooh, what brand? PG Tips, as always. Indeed. Much to Joey's annoyance. There's already there's commentary about that in the in the Star Trek episode. We can't we can't repeat this. What's the matter with PG tips? I I think they're great. Joey's upset because it's not Yorkshire tea. Absolutely. Oh Yorkshire tea is fantastic, Mike. No, it's not. It's trash. Doesn't does does PG tips not contain enough plastic? Hi, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Joey. Uh it's been a while since I've been on here, but I'm also drinking a cup of tea, but a proper cup of tea. <laughs> uh, and and which brand would that be, Joey? That would certainly be Yorkshire tea. <laughs> Lovely stuff. <laughs> and I'm Alid, and I am drinking a Old Moot Cider, which is probably pronounced incorrectly, because it says on the can, pronounced incorrectly since 1947. Nice. Moot, mout. How else can you pronounce it? I don't think it matters, because I think it says on the can, no matter what you pronounce it, well, it's going to be wrong. Uh, that's a good point. Is that just a, a, a straight uh, apple cider, or is it... Um... It is a... This one is kiwi and lime. Oh, nice. So, what is the Infinite Escape Room? Well, it's like any other escape room you may be familiar with, but this one stretches across all known themes, retail parks, and dimensions. And because it's infinite, there is no end. Every room in the Infinite Escape Room links into the next, in one big, never-ending escape experience adventure. Each week, one of us will present a part of the Infinite Escape Room while the others try and solve it. If we don't escape within 30 minutes, then terrible things shall befall us. And if we break anything, we will lose our deposit. Chris, what is this week's deposit? Um, Joey's left bollock. <laughs> um, wow. And if we break anything, <laughs> Joey will lose his left bollock. <laughs> so we know Joey's not going to break anything. I'm not too sure how I feel about this, to be honest. Are we ready? I'm ready. <laughs> um, I'm not too sure I am ready for this anymore. <laughs> Regardless of answers, then let's enter the infinite escape room. Last time in the infinite escape room, our intrepid escapists found themselves stuck on the moon in a radio station, solving some cryptic clues hidden inside some of the records. They escaped in the escape pod and found themselves hurtling towards Earth, running out of juice just in the Earth's upper atmosphere. Chris is running today's episode, so over to Chris. The escape pod hurtles towards Earth's surface. You hear the parachutes open and are pushed into the floor as the pod quickly decelerates. You drift slowly downwards, looking at the awe-inspiring vistas on the way down. Below you, there is a building marked Experimental Lab, NASA. Suddenly you hear a ripping sound as the parachute above you fails. The pod starts falling quickly, smashing into the building below. You black out. Coming round, you drag yourselves from the pod and find yourselves inside a gleaming white lab. Suddenly the lights go bright purple and a robotic arm quickly moves to point directly at you. A bright warm light emanates from the arm and suddenly the room starts to expand to a massive size. You pass out once more.
When you wake up, you find yourself lying on a soft, squishy floor. Looking around you, you appear to be in a circular room. The walls are also squishy like the floor, which has a series of lines leading towards the middle. The only light is coming from a vehicle wedged up against the wall. What would you like to do? What, what kind of vehicle is it? Um, it's, it looks kind of, kind of like an a, a odd ambulance. It's a little bit kind of sleeker, a little bit more curved. Can I just quickly say that, um, first of all, I, wrote, I, I drew a small room, and then I had to draw a big room, and then I had to make it round. <laughs> I just got TARDIS in my head, apart from the fact there seems to be some sort of like hypercar ambulance in it. My concern was that everything was squidgy, so are we like in some form of mental asylum? You're no longer in in a in the lab room. You're in a in a different room that you don't recognise. So this ambulance, when you say it's sort of a bit more sleek, are you definitely? Is it sort of like a like one of the van ambulances, or is it more like one of the car ambulances? No, and they're more like one of the van ambulances. Sports ambulance. Spambulance. <laughs> what? So what would you like to do? Can we have a little like jump up and down on the floor and see like how bouncy we are? Um, so you jump up and down. It's it's fairly. I wouldn't say bouncy. It's soft, um, but it's that kind of soft that, that holds the energy. It's almost a little bit difficult to walk. Sort of the difference between uh, walking on the road and like the adjacent field. Um, yeah, yeah, a bit more like that. Okay. Can we explore the vehicle, the ambulance? You want to go over to the vehicle. So you go over to the vehicle and uh, you find there's a door at the back of the vehicle and, and a you know, window at the front. The sides are, are opaque and it's it's basically completely white. Oh, are we able to open the door at the back? Yes, you can open the door and entering the vehicle, you see a screen saying, Mission Objective, clear the blockage. There are six seats in the vehicle, three of them are empty, but the other three have what appear to be environmental suits on them. And there is a cabinet on the wall marked supplies and a booklet marked Evo Suit AH1 Instruction Manual. Evo Suit AH1? Yeah. Can we read the book? So within the manual, you find four pages marked wearing the Evo Suit, repairing the Evo Suit, support, and emergency procedures. Can we read the bit about wearing them? So that provides instructions on how to get into the Evo Suits themselves, making sure they're completely sealed and also provides information about how reliable they are. Uh, can this, we take... Uh, sorry, Ben, keep going. I, I was going to say, can we take some uh, special note as to um, the safety precautions? The, do you mean the support emergency procedures? Yeah, uh, no, that last bit that you said, um, wearing them, putting them on and stuff, and then you said there was a bit about... Um, oh, um, safety Yeah, no, that just... That just says that they are they they're rated to take, to support you in the most hostile environments for up to twenty minutes. Oh, okay. I'm just trying to figure out where the blockage would be then. So what I'm thinking is uh, maybe if we ha- in a second have a quick look at the supplies just to see what's broadly there, and then maybe go out and explore some of the rest of the room because these lines I'm I'm intrigued by. But could we have a look at the supplies first? So opening the cabinet, you find a syringe with some liquid in it needle at the end and it is marked muscle relaxant mm-hmm. i see remind me of feeling we're in a jo- uh, johnny english film <laughs> uh, I've, I've got this horrible feeling we're in a sphincter <laughs> oh 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 no and do you know what how you said that if um, this hadn't thought of it 
he's already <laughs> mentally recreating his puzzle on the fly to make it that it is. Howard, you accuse me of being just this, this very crude person. No, no, I'm not My... accusing you at all. I'm just stating facts. <laughs> My sense of humour is, is very highbrow, I'll have you know, and intelligent and witty. It's because you're tall. How, how highbrow you are when you're still in the gutter, is it? <laughs> You're, um, you're high in the gutter, but you're still in the gutter. <laughs> <laughs> was that was that everything in the supply cupboard? That is everything. Can, um, can I put on one of those suits? Because all of a sudden, I'm feeling like I want some protection. You you can put on one of those suits, yeah. Woohoo! You do that? Yes, please. Putting on the environmental suits, you hear a voice saying, "Mission objective accepted. Oxygen remaining. Twenty minutes. The lights on the suit will activate automatically." <laughs> Okay. Would anybody else like to put that suit on? <laughs> um, I might leave mine for a second. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just me on the countdown. Lovely. Um, mm. Should we go back out of the ambulance and take a bit more of a poke around? I was going to say, we'll just have a look outside. What's on the walls and stuff? So, yeah, the walls are quite soft and the floor, like I said, has these lines leading towards the centre of the room. And the lines coming straight from the wall to the centre, not rings. Uh, the you can't quite see the centre perfectly. They they're almost like <laughs> wrinkles in the floor. Right. Of they are. Okay. Um. And, and and presumably there are um almost too many to count. There are quite a number. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um. Could we make our way to the middle of the room? Um. And see if we note anything. <laughs> So moving to the centre of the room, you do see a small hole. Uh, looking through the hole, it appears to lead into a dark pit full of some sort of liquid. Of course. Can... When you say a small hole... There's quite quite small. You couldn't fit through it. Could you fit a finger in it? Maybe, but certainly not in an environmental suit. Ben, you're up. You haven't got a suit on. <laughs> How do you two think about this for a plan? Uh, Joey and I get our suits on. Um, we, I think we're going to have uh, about two minutes more effectively time than, than Alid. If we then get the syringe of muscle relaxant, um, I'm reckoning that this hole in the ground is going to open up. I have a thought, actually. Hold on. Yeah. Uh, Chris, page four of that book told me how to get out of my suit, didn't it? Mm, no, it lists some emergency procedures. What are the emergency procedures? Oh, okay, better, better double check that. <laughs> uh, okay. So the emergency procedures page lists three separate procedures. They list as sharing oxygen, dumping the oxygen tank, and emergency exit. The sharing oxygen one shows you how to connect the, the pipes up between two Evo suits. And the emergency exit one shows how to remove the suit within about a second with a particular uh, pulley on, on the right-hand side. And the dump oxygen tank section says that you turn the tank nozzle on the back of the Evo suit 90 degrees to the right, and then press the red button on the back and left forearm simultaneously. So can I get out of the suit, firstly? Uh, you you can. Does anything now indicate whether the oxygen is still depleting? Uh, no, the oxygen has stopped depleting. Perfect. That's what I was hoping. There we are. That puts a stop to that timer. That's one timer down. So what's your thought process on the muscle uh, stimulant? Sorry, Ben, is you what, stabbing it, was, it into uh, the floor just... or...? It was a muscle relaxant. Relaxant, sorry. Yeah, so so my thinking is is that um, the more I hear about this room, the more I think my fear is being realised. 
Um, so my, my feeling is, is that we get the syringe and we like jab it into the floor somewhere close to where the hole is um, and then inject the muscle relaxant uh, into the floor. When we do that, do we not perhaps need to... No. I would say force some oxygen down the hole, but I'm guessing the minute we do that, something bad's going to happen and we might need our oxygen. Oh, Chris, what have you done? What? Oh, why can't I? Why have I got the horrible feeling? I know how this is going to turn out. Yeah, let's let's do it. Let's put the muscle relaxant near the. Hole. I'm a bit concerned of the liquid that's on the like yeah. on the opposite side of it. There, I get the funny feeling we should all put our suits on before we do this. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Okay, so you're all putting your suits on. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So Joey and Ben, you get the same message that I got earlier. Twenty minutes remaining. Are you going to go and put the muscle relaxant in the floor in the middle? Yeah. Yes. Reluctantly. <laughs> Injecting the muscle relaxant into the middle of the room, the hole suddenly expands, pushing you back towards the wall. It starts closing slowly back up. What would you like to do? Um, I'm going to take a running jump into the void below. Jumping down into the pit, you find it is half full of a liquid. There's various material floating in the liquid, apparently being slowly dissolved by that same liquid around you. Come on down, the water's fine. I shout to the others. <laughs> Are you two jumping in? It's closing quick now. Yeah, well, I was going to yeah, say, yeah, is, is it, the hole's still closing. Am I not able to, like, hold it open or anything? No. Okay, I'll have to jump, have to jump down as well. Okay, both of you are jumping down. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you're now floating around in this liquid. What are some of the objects that we can see? Um, So they're very nondescript, quite large floating objects, kind of mushy squidgy edges to them clearly being dissolved by the liquid they're in can i anything grab... that looks like a lot sorry carry on. i was gonna say can i grab one of the objects and just try and make out what it is no you can't particularly find any anything that looks recognizable to you you do however find one you could climb up on top of i uh, climb on top of it get out the water okay so as you climb on top of it you in the distance can see another one of the environmental suits floating face down in the liquid can we make our way over to it and turn it over? So approaching the environmental suit and turning it over, you can see that it is not empty. Oh. However, the red lights on the suit suggest that it is out of oxygen, and the previous user of the suit appears to have uh, unfortunately passed away. Okay. Can I ask how deep this, this liquid is? It is deep enough to swim down into. Are our feet touching the floor? No, nowhere near. I'm just wondering, do we dive and see what we can see? Did the um, the Evo suit have like uh, lights on it? The 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 other person because uh, your no, your Evo suits your Evo suits have lights on it. Yes. Yeah, Ooh. I'm wondering if Alan's got a oh go on, Alan. I have a thought. Can we eject the previous occupant from his suit? You can in- eject the previous occupant from his suit. It's a bit gruesome, but if that's what you want to do, I'm just wondering um, whether he's got something on him. Well, you reject him from the previous occupant. As you're doing it, you see that there is another syringe in his right hand. Oh. Is it labelled? Uh, this one is not labelled, but it is the same colour as the muscle relaxant you previously used. Okay. I say we bank it, and if everything sort of goes peak tong at the end, we just <laughs> give each other a little bit and <laughs> <laughs> slip away. <laughs> I, th- I think what I'm going to do is try and do like a, a dive from this whatever it is I'm stood on into the liquid and see what I can see down below. Because there's a mention of a blockage. I don't know if it's something to do with this. Mm. Take take the syringe with you. Okay, I'll take the syringe with me. Okay, so as you dive off there and you're swimming 
around underneath. The environmental suit keeping you uh, completely safe. All the oxygen you need. Uh, you see a another hole with those same lines emanating from the middle. Is that the only thing I can see? Yeah, the rest of it is just supposed to be the same wall as it is up above. Okay, so I can inject it, but clearly we're all just going to get sucked out through this hole. Possibly. What a suck-ass thing to happen. Well, I, I suppose the alternative is, is that there's a great pressure below and it we get thrown <laughs> up. <laughs> I think that's our only choice, unless there's anything else with the other Evo suit. Before we do that, should we rob the oxygen tank off that one? It was empty. Oh yeah, so it was. Done. Never mind. Okay, I'll go ahead and stick the needle into the floor, see what happens. Injecting the relaxant into the hole, you quickly jump through to the other side and find yourself in a slightly drier tunnel that's covered in a brown, sticky liquid. <laughs> Lovely. What's happened to all the liquid that I was swimming in? Oh, you made the, you, you all made the jump pretty quickly. And it closed pretty quickly. So we're all stood in this yeah. now, are we? So there's a little bit. Yeah, not too much. Right, okay. The brown, sticky liquid... Um, is it sticky enough that you could make like a, shall we say, a brown ball? <laughs> no, 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 not here. No, no. I see. Uh, this is still, still definitely liquid, but uh, right. rather, rather viscous liquid. Um, Off down the tunnel we go then. That's what I, I think. The only way is forward. Yeah. So walking along the passage, you eventually come to a large patch of brown material that appears to have solidified and dried quite a bit. Okay. Are we able, Joey? I was going to say, is are we anything on the outside of it at all? No, there's there's a little spot of yellow, but nothing, (laughs) nothing else that you can see. I see. If all three Um, of us push at it, uh, you're going to try pushing at it. What do you think, guys? Well, just before we do, are we able to sort of, um, uh, sort of reach under the crust and get our fingers underneath the the sort of the edge of it? Well, I don't quite understand what you mean. This is this is blocking. The, the path that you're going Okay, I, what so what, I, what I'm getting at is, uh, are we able to get our hands sort of underneath this this mass? Oh, I see what you mean. No, the the gap between the wall and and the mass is uh, is completely closed up. I you're not see. going to be able to, to move that particular direction. That is a serious problem. Mm-hmm. Yes, I guess, uh, as Alan said, then are we able to sort of, are, are we able to push it? Are you all three of you trying to push it? Yes. Yeah, all three of us. Yes. All three of you try with the greatest strength you possibly can to push it out, and uh, it doesn't budge. Okay. Can we have a pick at the yellow thing? <laughs> pick it out. It it looks strangely like gigantic piece of sweet corn. <laughs> of course. Can we take a running jump at it? Uh, you can. Um, you take a running jump at it. It does not budge, and uh, you get momentarily stuck in it. Mm-hmm. Is it, I know it's solid, but is it unsolid enough that you could sort of dig through it? You suspect that eventually you could dig through it, but you're very aware that you only have 8 minutes and 21 seconds of oxygen left. And you're not sure you'll be able to get through to the other side in that amount of time. Wait a minute. Do I even need my oxygen suit on right now? I'm not in water. Um, I mean... I'm not taking mine off. (laughs) Um, I'm debating actually taking mine off at this moment in time. Well, is it like you can just take the helmet off? Can you do that? Um, you, you can, can just the take the helmet. No, no, you can just take the helmet off, and it will it will stop supplying it with oxygen. Can I do that? Okay. Um, so you you take the helmet off, 
and you immediately start to suffocate. Okay, helmet back, no helmet back on, back on. Helmet back on. There's no oxygen in human bowels. Alan, <laughs> 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 oh, do you do biology? Was that? <laughs> no, I, I never do biology. It's fine. <laughs> it's called something different in Wales. <laughs> Be your leg. Do we still have any of our muscle relaxant left? No, you don't have any muscle relaxant left. Yeah, I don't think you can use muscle relaxants on that anyway. <laughs> on that blockage. If we were, I wonder if we were to go back are we able to get back into the previous chamber no that's um Ooh, sealed because what idea. i was thinking was if we could have brought some of the liquid with us then that's, uh, we that's my dissolved. thought process was yeah. no there's there's not enough around there and uh you would need more muscle and accent to go back okay what was your idea alad the wall surrounding the blockage can we tickle it you can try <laughs> <laughs> you tickle it and nothing happens well it was worth a shot Ooh. You have everything you need. So I wonder, we've got um, how many minutes of oxygen left, Chris? Alan's display shows 6 minutes and 26 seconds, and yours and Jerry's show 9 minutes 37 seconds. I'm just wondering, can we maybe release some oxygen into this chamber, which is clearly sealed? To try and increase the pressure? I try and increase the pressure and then have it eject out. So how would you uh, go about releasing the oxygen? I'm going to walk over to Alid. <laughs> Take my oxygen. Um, yep. I'm going to uh, turn the um, thing on the oxygen tank uh, 90 degrees to the right. Yep. I'm going to press the red button and lift the left forearm. Is that no, right? pre- and press the button on the left forearm. Oh, and press but, the button uh, on the left forearm. You find that Alid has to press that. You can't reach it at the same time as reaching the other button. That's fine. I'll do that. Oh, Alid. I'm dying. Okay. Are, you doing that? Are you doing that simultaneously? So, so, so oh, Well, yeah, both of you think, pressing the button. Uh, well, no, wait, we're not. All three of us need to do it. No, because I think uh, if all three of us do it, we'll run out of oxygen completely. Whereas if you do it, uh, Ike or Joey or both of us could share our oxygen with you. Oh, In this yeah. case, it's only Alad dies. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so we're releasing yeah. Alad's oxygen into the into the current room. Releasing the oxygen from the tank, the blockage is shot quickly away from you. As you start to relax, a wave of pressure rebounds from behind you, pushing you along the tunnel so quickly that you pop out of a hole at the end. The robot arm points at you, and again, the light washes over you as the room shrinks. You are back to your normal size. The display on the wall reads, Mission accomplished. The doors rush open, and a squad of robot police come in. Hands up! Put your hands up! That does it. (laughs) No! (laughs) That's fantastic. That was wonderful. <laughs> oh, I, that, also, you figured it out at the right moment. That was beautiful. <laughs> I think, uh, Joey, I, I can't remember how many times you've been on before, but but every time you come on, has Chris shrunk you? <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I've been shrunk um, in every single no. episode. No, not the Star Trek episode. I do <laughs> like shrinking people. Oh, no, I was, in a, I was in a suit then, you know. I was sat on the uh, floor with some very viscous stuff on the you floor. You were, you did get put in a suit though. With some, it's, it's, yeah, I have noticed a lot of my puzzles are, uh, are kind of gross. Thanks very much for listening. You can subscribe to us on all of your favourite apps, feeds, iTunes, and at our website, www.theinfiniteescaperoom.com. You can follow us and get in touch via Facebook and Twitter at tier underscore podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, and we hope you did, we'd be much obliged if you could leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook, as it's a massive help in reaching new audiences. And we're also on Patreon. 
If you'd like to support the show, head over to patreon.com forward slash the infinite escape room, where we have a number of tiers sporting perks such as shout outs, access to unedited episodes and more. We love you lots and we hope to see you next time in another infinite escape room. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.